0: This is The Little Things That Matter The Most, the podcast where people from all over the world share what it is that's helped them get through trying issues. What may be seemingly unimportant to one person just so happens to be The Little Things That Matter The Most. I'm your host, Jake Stanley. Let's get into it. Looking forward to today's episode, we have with us somebody from the States here. Uh, please welcome Aaron.
1: Hi. Hey,
0: Aaron. Hey. So, so good to have you. I'm excited uh, to have you. Um, where are you tuning in from?
1: I'm in Connecticut. So I'm right outside of Hartford. Grew up here, been here my whole life. Probably not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> oh. uh, well, hey, it's. Uh, are you near the coast or?
1: No, so well, I'm 45 minutes. So, okay, not that far. Anywhere in Connecticut, I feel like isn't that far from the coast. Yeah,
0: that's a good way to look at things. Um, I'm kind of spoiled, you know, growing up at the beach. So, but 45 yeah. minutes uh, isn't far from anywhere. Is that what you said? Isn't far from anywhere? Or isn't far from the beach?
1: Well, we can go with both. I said isn't far from the beach, but really 45 minutes isn't a bad ride to anywhere.
0: That's true. Just put on your favorite tunes and uh, yeah. sing it all the way through.
1: Yeah. I think being right near like the Hartford area, kind of got a little bit of everything. So I can get up to like the Boston area or New York. Like I, I have a good little hub here where if I want to go to the beach, I can go to the beach or one of the two closest cities.
0: I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Forty-five minutes. Uh, where I live, it's actually forty-five minutes to different places too. So that's kind of, it's kind of a nice, nice, perfect amount of driving. Yeah. Before you go crazy, of course.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I do a lot of driving for work though, so I I enjoy a good car ride. I'm just singing to myself.
0: (laughs) Hey, well, hey, it's uh, it's good practice. It's therapeutic. Come on, what more can you ask for, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. As so a mom, it's, also, it's a lot, too.
0: Oh, as, well, yeah. Like yeah. That's,
1: that's your good downtime.
0: So I've heard. I've heard it. it's downtime. I'm the second person to say that. Take the time you can, you can get, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. I think we all, we all need that, whether you're a mom or, or not. Everyone needs like a little bit of time that's just their own, whether it's the shower or in the car or wherever.
0: I agree 100%. Now tell us a little bit about yourself. We know you're from Connecticut. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So, from Connecticut, um, went to school in college. I went to school in Springfield, which is close to Connecticut, so it's the same thing. Um, single mom. I have an 11 year old. Divorced into singing. Um, I have done. A lot of things for jobs, but mostly I fall in the sales route. So I do sales and marketing, Um, and that's really it. Like I feel as though I've run the gamut on doing a whole bunch of things, but I can kind of condense it into just that as my summary on myself. Okay,
0: (laughs) that's cool. Yeah, short and sweet to the point. Yeah, trying to. Yeah, sales and marketing. Yeah, it's like open up the toolbox and like. Everything under the sun.
1: Yeah, I've gone door to door with like life insurance, and I've done things like selling paper, like the Michael Scott paper company. So I've ran the gamut.
0: Played Self-phones in the Mariachi beer. band at all your local Mexican restaurants. Uh,
1: <laughs> I might have tried a couple of times. So
0: <laughs> it's gonna go on my bucket list. I wouldn't Let's, either. <laughs> put it on it. Put it on it. It's definitely on mine. I've been practicing for a while. Uh, but i got a long way to go so
1: (laughs) are recorders in my in mariachi bands
0: they're not um so that's why i haven't been hired yet
1: okay well it's just a matter of telling people they need them i'll sell that for
0: you (laughs) thanks then maybe that will work
1: if you believe in it you can sell it
0: well there you go uh that is that is true so you like Everybody else. You have a story. I'm sure you have many stories like everybody. But in particular, we were talking a little earlier and there was something that you had mentioned. We'll let us well, so
1: I feel like I I kind of started it with everyone's got a COVID story and I, I don't really want to bring it into a, a COVID thing. I it's more about um something that I went through. I it was one of the most difficult times of my life but i am so i learned so much from it and and grew so much and i'm so proud of myself now looking back and and even during that difficult time I, I was proud of myself going through it um so i i guess kind of what i wanted to share was a little bit about being in a place where you feel as though everything is just the, the world is just caved in your world's turned upside down um and for me i went through a time where it felt like my whole world turned upside down um so it was being laid off from a job a relationship that ended lo- losing a stepson in that and be- not not to death or anything like that thank god um <laughs> it was just um a relationship that ended where you know the best thing was to separate lives, um, not having family around and being in just a place of, I don't know how to, everything feels like it's spiraling out of control and I don't know how to how to get a grasp on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what I kind of wanted to talk about was learning from that and um, the mindset that I put myself in to get myself through something like that which I think is really important to share with others where, when you feel as though everything's kind of caved in.
0: Right. It sounds like an avalanche of things. Exactly. One was this in a short period of time that this all mm-hmm. happened?
1: Yeah. It was all within a two week span. Oh, wow. So, okay. Yeah. Two yeah. Weeks. COVID happened. Um, I was laid off from my job. i had just been in a car accident, so didn't didn't even have a a car at this point. Um, Being divorced, we have COVID and we're sharing custody and trying to navigate how we're going to get through this. So here I am now, no job, no car, boyfriend gone, kids gone. And I had a choice to make at that point because I, I really felt like, what the heck am I gonna do? I'm, I'm, I'm lost right now, and um, I gave myself a rule of. You have 24 hours to cry this out, or talk this out, or, or do whatever you need to do, and and sit there and mope about it if you need to, or which I did. <laughs> I cried a uh, lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But if after you got 24 that,
0: hours. You got to use it
1: up. Yeah. Yeah. Use, use the time <laughs> wisely. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, I set a timer on the stove. Um, no, I, I, I knew at that point this could get for, for me, I've been through anxiety and depression in the past too. So that could get to a point for me where with all these changes very quickly, I could get to a point where I could stay on the couch and not move, uh, you know just not be healthy in general, I didn't know what could happen i I was actually terrified I was terrified in general, but I was more terrified for my mental health and wanting to make sure that I navigated it as best I possibly could. So the best thing that I could do was sit there and say to myself, "You have twenty four hours." to cry this out, or do whatever you need to do to do the woe is me thing. And then after that, how are you gonna proceed? Because if, if you don't make a plan and you don't stick to it, you're probably gonna sit in your pajamas on the couch, eating whatever's in the house, <laughs> and watching random movies on TV.
0: Now, that's a big bold statement to, to just say, okay, you just put your foot down, so to speak, and just said, okay, look, this is what you got to do. You made yourself a rule, you said. So Mm -hmm. like, where did that come from? Like, is that kind of who you are or was it something somebody said something or?
1: I think it's who I had to be. Um, I, if I, if I go back a little bit to when I was, going through hard times in my marriage and um, trying to figure out how to, how to make my marriage work and, and what to do, I turned to my grandmother who had gone through a lot, but she and my grandfather always felt like a, a solid foundation even though I, I know things weren't perfect on the inside. So I had said to her during that time, you know, I don't know what to do no one's taught me how to handle this or this or this. And and she looked at me and she was like, I I said to her, how how did you do it? And she said, you just do it. You do it because you have to. And it was in that time where I was thinking to myself, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna get through this? I I kind of heard her saying, you just do it because you have to. So. I had to sit there and think to myself, well, how how am I going to do it then? I Mm. I know I have to, but how? So first thing I said to myself was, every day you have to get up, you've got to get yourself in the shower, get dressed, put makeup on your face, You know, go through my daily routine as if I was going to work and Mm. nothing changed. And then I need to get outside of the house, take a walk around the block,
0: so something that to... she said was the inspiration that kind of stuck with you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I think, yeah. Sometimes it's, it's a little thing that you hear from someone <laughs> that you don't realize is important until you're in the thick of something and it resonates with you at that point. And that's well, what happened that's, for me there.
0: I think that's very important. I think that's very, it says a lot about you. Because, see, in the middle of something, a lot of times, we tend to, to try to fix everything on our own, mm-hmm. uh, you know, panicking, so to speak, and, and saying, like, oh, like, what am I going to do? And then just focusing on that. So no matter what anybody says, sometimes it's like it turns on deaf ears. If we become the deaf ears. We don't take it in. And... um quite the opposite with you, you listened, and it resonated, and then it it was something that you used to motivate you. That's, that's, that's awesome. So like, all these things happen in quick succession, two weeks span, it affected you in more ways than one. Um, And including putting you in a depressive state as it would any normal person. Um, Mm -hmm. And, Besides what your grandma said that resonated with you to motivate you, what, what what are some things, some positive things, little things to maybe the majority, but to you, they meant the most? What are those things that allowed you to keep pushing forward and, if so, became something you, you still continue to do?
1: What I ended up doing was I, I always I grew up, singing and with music and i got away from that for a little while and i realized when i when i felt when i felt helpless for a minute and i i, I felt as though i have no one and I'm, I'm by myself and i can't do this alone i thought back to how i was growing up and i i actually really thought about it a lot and realized i lost a, a piece of myself somewhere along the way when when I became a grown up, or, um, you know, through the years, um, I lost peace of myself with focusing on what I thought was supposed to be the next step and how I was supposed to be or what I was supposed to be doing. Um, so I thought about the times when I was most proud of myself and when I was happiest. And my confidence always came from being authentic to myself and, and not really, going against the grain a little bit, um, kind of beating to my own drum and also from music. So I, during that 24 hour span that I gave myself to cry it out, I found myself wandering around the house, just blasting music and old songs I used to sing. And um, I put on about a, a good six to eight hour concert for my cat in the <laughs> kitchen <laughs> um and I I thought you know what there's got to be something else that I can I can do that will connect with people and um you can have music in my life again because it makes me feel good about myself so I went looking for that um looking for you know any type of like app on my phone or even, <laughs> I even opened the window and <laughs> um Next door to me was my old church choir director, <laughs> so, okay. so I had him play the guitar, and we sang um really, what kept me positive and what I still do is I started singing again and um, go I went back to something that I loved and something that gave me a feeling of happiness and 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 hope and and just a calm feeling where just in, in the moment when I'm listening to a song or listening to somebody else or singing myself, just this sense of everything's okay right now. And that is something that I still continue to do because it, it really does bring me to a place of peacefulness. Mm. It was between that and and cooking. so. Two, I guess, creative outlets where I could make something or do something, um, whether it with hands, voice, or or whatever. That it kept me busy. It kept my mind occupied, but mm-hmm. it also made me feel very good.
0: Uh, so many people feel that way about music. You just you just said it in such a way that you can actually feel. You could feel it the way you said it. It's just You could feel how a change happened in your case where it went from that of being more anxious and more um, hopeless at times. I'm sure at the very beginning when all this happened to soothing. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. When you cook, have you done a comparison? Cooking and then cooking while singing. Does your food taste better <laughs> when you cook while singing?
1: Actually... I'm about to do that comparison. So I have a book um, and it's, it's basically where it, it's an algorithm of breaking down music and food and drinks. And it's, it's basically like harmonizing your food with your music. So the food is supposed to taste better. So if you create a menu and you say, mm-hmm. I wanna cook, this 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 and this you can break down the food by ingredients and um actually i have, I have to i'm really bad at math and algorithms so I'm I'm, I'm I'm relying on somebody else to help me with this. it's story. okay
0: i'm wonderful with this what would you oh, like good. to eat tonight well i like some foo fighters with the side of outcast and bet middler okay very <laughs> nice that sounds disgusting i
1: mean well well you know uh so, up. <laughs> But it's actually in the reverse. So you can't pair the music to the food. You have to pair the food to the music. Um, ah. So everything's assigned a number. And based on that number and, mm-hmm. and knowing everyone's palate's a little different so it can be tweaked and things like that, um, you can create your own musical culinary experience where you can say, tonight we're having steak crostinis and then we're going to have... You know, Chilean sea bass, and finish it off with tiramisu, and it'll break down what songs would pair best with that. Ooh. So it's supposed to each bite that you have when you're listening to the the music at the right point in the song, and the right bite is supposed to actually enhance the taste. So, you know, they say that you you, know, you start eating with your eyes first, and the only sense that you're missing in in a, in a meal is really like hearing and that's where the musical portion comes in. So I've got the book on it and I'm completely ready to have this full dinner experience in the next couple of weeks to figure out like, will, will my tiramisu taste better if, if, if I'm hearing like the fur pipe play or something like that. You're know, like, will it taste better if I'm hearing Beethoven?
0: You give it to ben. somebody to eat. You give somebody a, a, like something to eat, and uh, it's like something really, really, really spicy. And they're like, goodness gracious, breadball, fire. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, it works. It works.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we'll find out because I don't I – don't, I don't think it's matched blind that blind taste but test it should be.
0: We should do that, a blind taste test, with it's
1: Aaron, gonna be a culinary
0: like, musician.
1: Aaron Copeland's like little horses with with something that's like the hottest buffalo wings you've ever tasted. I'm yeah, just kidding. That would
0: that would, <laughs> that would I would pay to see that.
1: I'm interested to see like how 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 the algorithm breaks down and also to kind of learn about that, because I have no clue when it comes to stuff like that.
0: That sounds really like something I'd like to learn a little bit about. It's kind of my alley. That's pretty cool. I like that. It's and you know what? It, it's very positive and it keeps the mind focused on that. It, those are things that you can take with you throughout. It seems like everything that you said up to this point about the different things you've gone through, that you learn learned things from it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you grew from things, things that that are difficult in themselves. I mean, to grow from something you have to look at the positive, wouldn't you say?
1: I think that's important because everyone goes through things, so it doesn't matter if it's, you know, something huge. <laughs> I don't know you heard that? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll find out soon. Um, I I think what's important is that everyone goes through things, and it doesn't matter what it is. It it could be. What's very huge to me, or huge on paper or, or whatever, everyone feels things differently and everyone experiences hard times. So you have to make a choice. Do you sit and wait to be saved? It would be because you're not going to be and you're not going to learn anything and you're not doing yourself a service. Or do you feel it, let it happen, and then say to yourself, okay, now what and how do I move forward? and i think the most important thing to do is to know that you can move forward everyone's journey is different and life's not easy everyone goes through tough times so it's important in in my opinion to pick yourself up and give yourself the time to feel the bad but move forward and experience the good that comes out of it and what you learn from it you can pass on to others and and maybe you can learn something from their experiences too but the most important thing is is to me, just finding something that keeps you in a positive headspace and keeps you moving forward and not getting stuck in that negative spiral where you can easily be dragged into. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Yes, it does. Just finding something that exactly. will, will bring you that peace of mind and that happiness. And it, it seems like you you have things that you go to that help you in that regard. And so that's that's really encouraging. Because it shows that even though in your case, where, where things just came crashing down, uh, you were able to pick up based on what your grandma had told you and... I'm sure along the way, you focused on things that kept your focus on those positive things. So exactly, it's awesome to hear another experience. Thank you so much for sharing. Look forward to hopefully hearing about more positive things to come in the future.
1: Thank you. I appreciate being here and talking about it. Thanks.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, please like, rate, or write a review. Would you like to be on the podcast and share with others the little things that matter the most to you? If so, reach out at jake at boardonmedia.com.